Welcome everybody, Pastor Eli James and Brother Rick here, substituting for Michael uh, from Sweden. He's off hunting again. He's 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 off hunting in Sweden. I guess they allow people to have guns, but only when they're out in the country. <laughs> they don't. They <laughs> won't. Al- yeah, they won't allow people to have guns for self-defense, but to kill deer, they have uh, you know, the right to carry <laughs> guns. So uh, let's introduce you to Brother Rick. And Bavarian Man says the sound is okay. So, Brother Rick, why don't you t- tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into the uh, Christian Israel, Israel identity movement, etc., etc. Oh, well, that, that uh, came about, uh, came, I'd say, about 35, 40 years ago. And okay. uh, I, I used to listen to a lot of shortwave. <laughs> Excuse me. And... Um, uh, I think it was probably David J. Smith. Some of you may remember uh, that I first heard of this type of information, and uh, that—that's uh, pretty much where I got started. And then, uh, kind of, ex- as far as I'm concerned, uh, expanded on that. I uh, discovered more of the racial genetic elements of it from a small church down in South Georgia, hmm. uh, and uh, they introduced me to a book called uh, "Last Battle Cry." Uh, a few other details along that lines, but it basically has expanded since then. Okay. It's been about 35 years ago. David J. Smith? That's correct. Yeah. uh, Unfortunately, I've not heard of him. Go ahead. He he came out of Worldwide and split off on his own. Oh, Uh, okay. He was based out of uh, around St. Louis at that time, but uh, he moved down to, uh, I believe it's... uh, Wachihachi or or whatever it's called around South Arkansas or Northern Texas there. Right. He's passed away. Oh, okay. Chihutahatchee, Chihutahatchee, Alabama, Cola. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Some of those, some of those towns in Arkansas and Texas are unpronounceable. That's correct. Unpronounceable. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and they're unspellable too. I've been there. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, but yeah, the worldwide church of God, Herbert W. Armstrong was very influential in America in the twenties, thirties and forties, maybe, but then in the fifties, which typically happens, the son or sons of the founder tend to break off because they kowtow to Jewish uh, influence, okay? Correct. All right, and that, that always happens, always happens. Uh, same thing with, uh, let's see, uh, Gravette, Arkansas, Shepherd's Chapel. You know, the founder is very good, but he he was on television uh, quite a lot, and uh, the Shepherd's Ta- Chapel, 
Oh, you, you can see it even today. The reruns of Shepherd's Chapel are all, all over the place on the internet. And right. even on, uh, you know, smaller channels of regular television. But he did not use the word Jew. He used the word Kenite. Okay. Now, those of us right. in identity know, know what a Kenite is. But most non, yeah. non-identity people don't know what a Kenite is. And so the Jews figure, well, as long as he's not using the word Jew, <laughs> these people can't figure out that he's talking about us. Right. So we'll just leave him alone. Okay. But I, I recently found out that his son, Dennis, uh, had a lawsuit against him, and he had to pay it. And, you know, so they never leave us alone, put it that way. They never leave us alone. So, so, so the, yeah, so the Worldwide Church of God, very respectful, respectable institution, uh, except that it was British Israel, and they taught that the Jews of the that the word Jew or Jews of today are the same people as the Judahites of the Old Testament, right? Is that the feeling you got from them? Oh, yeah, that's definitely their message. And yes. it's, it's an error, major error. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's fascinating because the article we're about to discuss about uh, J- Arnold Kennedy has the same problem, the exact same problem. Arnold Kennedy thought that the Jews of today, the titles, are the Jews of today the same as the, the Judahites or Jews of the Old Testament? And here is where language becomes paramount. So, and the example I like to give, Brother Rick, is that here in America, we have cowboys and Indians, right? Cowboys are cowboys. Indians are Indians, and there's no such thing as a cowboy Indian. Or, as I like to contract it, <laughs> there's no such thing as a cowdian. <laughs> right? You're one or the other. In fact, the Indians are very, oh, in, set, intensely set on retaining their heritage, and they don't even want to be called Americans. That's correct. All right? If they're a Cherokee... By the way, there are a lot of Cherokees in Georgia, or used to be anyway. They want to be known as Cherokees. Don't call me an American. I'm a Cherokee, right? That's right. Don't call me an American. I'm a Comanche, all right? That kind of thing, right? So language is very important to these people, as it should be to us, okay? Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Here's where it comes down to the bottom dollar here. You have a group of people claiming to identify as Israel. And yet they are still promoting it is okay to miscegenate with what they claim to be Jews when they're nothing but Edomites. That's How right. is that different from what Satan wants to do? You have hit the Destroy nail. Destroy Israel. Yeah. You've, uh, Brother Rick, you are a hammer and you've hit the nail on the head. <laughs> right? This is the message we're trying to get across. Of course, language has everything to do with solving the problem, the correct use of language. Okay, for example, uh, and getting back to Arnold Kennedy, Arnold Kennedy actually understood that the word Gentile should not be applied to anybody in the Bible. Okay? Because the word Gentile is a Latin word. It's not a Greek word or a Hebrew word. And here's a an example of Jewish cunning, absolute cunning. So since the word Gentile never existed, 
before, whenever the Bible was translated, it's, and it's neither a Hebrew or Greek word, it simply does not belong in any translation. Uh, your thoughts on that, Brother Rick? Uh, anytime you're using an erroneous term or definitions, and, and therefore you need to watch who's in charge of these uh, dictionaries or lexicon. Right. Including Strong's. Uh, then you're up against a uh, enemy that you're allowing to supplant your very thought. That's right. You you have to uh, break this down all of these all of these words uh, based upon usage in the context of your scriptures. Yes, yes. So this was actually the subject of my talk yesterday when I was in Ava, Missouri. We had seven new people attend our gathering there, which was very good. However. One family showed up, and these are Hebrew roots people, okay? Uh, oh, what's the other term? Yeah, Hebrew roots. That's what they call themselves, Hebrew roots. And But they totally believe that the Jews are Hebrews and the Jews of the Bible and or, or the Judah of the Bible, okay? They totally believe that. So there's one family that showed up. He was a white guy, and he brought in about 10 mongrel children they all lined up in the back uh, of the hall and they helped themselves to all the food that we put out (laughs) so at least they ate good but when we took the break he got up with his children and left okay because he knew that this message was not for him all right as you were just saying the jews encourage us to mongrelize but does the bible encourage us to mongrelize Absolutely not. It, it, it counts you uh, as uh, not able to attend the congregation of Yahweh. Amen. You are forbidden. That's right. Uh, what's the verse? Uh, uh, Deuteronomy 23.2. Yeah. No, uh, no. Well, it's translated bastard. Here we go again. What's the proper yep. definition of mamzer into mm-hmm. English? Specifically says mongrel. It says mongrel. In numerous lexicon. <laughs> right? Okay. It's, it's not just Strong's that says it. it it's numerous ones. And it, yeah. it builds from that. And matter of fact, there are numerous other terms in our Bibles that apply to the same type of thing. The same word in Greek is, is basically nothos. It's used in your Bible, and it's translated bastards in that passage as well in the New Testament. Right. But now, the, there's other terms. Right. Related are... to miscegenation. Right. Yeah, strictly forbidden. The Yahweh will accept no mongrel into his congregation. That's what that verse right. says. Yeah. I know we may differ on this, but I, I, I classify anything that is a mongrel is actually a child of the devil. And I contend that's that's the general better definition for uh for it. But by the way, their their genetic makeup is automatically adversarial to us. Case that's closed. right. That's right. You That's cannot right. miscegenate with a mongrel. <laughs> it's a sin. Yeah. It's yeah, a it's sin a... punishable by death, eternal death. It is a sin, right. It's not a joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I was quoting all kinds of Bible passages approving that point, and the, the the seven new people who had not heard this message before listened very politely, and a couple of them came up to me afterwards and talked about it. But uh, I basically read uh, uh, scriptures about the prophetic uh, out, out, outworking of Scripture, and how the prophecies concerning the twelve tribes into the future have never been fulfilled by any Jew, only by Caucasian Israelites. Okay, 
And they could see that, but as, as you and I discussed before the show, to expect somebody who believes that the Jews are the Judah of the Old Testament to convert based on one sermon is expecting way too much. I wish I had the capacity to convert people with one sermon. I wish I had that capacity. And there's a lot of of firebrand preachers in Judeo-Christianity who think they can convert people with one sermon. If They think that much of themselves, right? But I have been disabused of that uh, uh, talent, right? Call it what you will. Fire and whatever happened to fire and brimstone preaching, by the way, right? Yeah. So, and I'm sure you've come up to uh, up and uh, up against such preachers in your own life. Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I I would rather look at our efforts as being planting seeds. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is a hard hitting type of thing. Uh, most people have never heard of us, and therefore, it, sometimes it may take a little while for it to soak in and and let it to uh, let the spirit work on their. Uh, yes. they are thinking and, and certain passages come up. So we need to give a little slack here and there sometimes. But yeah. I will relate a situation to a uh, congregation my wife and I visited one time. Uh, they brought up the subject. Uh, it was uh, dealing with election. Well, it automatically leads into the very thing we're talking about. And with their, their pastor standing there being a Mexican mongrel oh. thing, married to a oh. white woman, oh. and eight or nine children, mm. mongrel oh. children, like I and, was uh, just the talking woman about, who right? The subject up, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, had been a mongrel child there. Uh, it quickly got heated, and oh boy! Uh, and uh, basically, they did tell me to leave, and and I did so literally shaking my dust off my feet. Uh, but however, I want to stress this: there were a few white people there, and uh, I believe they listened. Yes, and so that's who I was there to talk to even though I didn't know it. Yes. And uh, then I picked my wife's jaw up off the floor, and uh, we <laughs> left. So. Right? Yeah. And uh, and I take my, I always bring a soft cover Bible, so when I hit somebody over the head with it, <laughs> I don't knock them out, right? Okay. Bible, I'm a Bible thumper, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> and I teach the truth, not this garbage called Judeo-Christianity. And that was one of the other points, before we get into Arnold Kennedy's article, uh, that the word Judeo-Christianity is a completely made-up word. You'll not find that in the Bible, yet everybody believes, oh, and Jordan Peterson is going on, prattling on about Judeo-Christianity, and he's, he's recently converted to Christianity, okay? But there is no such as thing as Judeo-Christianity. The word was invented in the 1930s because... It was part of the agenda of the C.S. Schofield uh, merging, uh, convincing Christians that Jews are the people of the book. When we know the exact opposite is true. Your comment. Uh, the, uh, what is called a Jew today is, uh, has no relation to uh, genetic stock Israelites. Uh, and so once we start understanding these terms and how they've been misapplied and misused, then uh, the light begins to shine. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Correct definitions of words are the most important thing, the most important tool that we in identity, or Israel identity, have. And if we get people thinking about the correct definitions of words, we begin to make progress. And by the way, 
it proves to them that we're not haters. Okay? Hey, listen. Yes. Okay? This is what the Bible says in the original language. If That's you correct. have a, It manifests yeah. that they yeah. hate right. Yahweh. They're the haters. That's Not exactly. Me. Yeah. That's correct. Exactly. Right. And that's okay. why they will continue to hate you when you <laughs> stand for that truth. Because right. uh and they are enemies. And like scripture says, and just like they attempted uh, they did murder the Messiah, uh we need not think that they won't attempt to come after us. I mean that's oh. that's that's an example. That's what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, I just want to share again. I'm getting like four levels of delay and echo. Oh, okay. So if I sound like I'm slow at answering you, I'm waiting for you to finish talking after your mm. fourth echo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Understood. Gotcha. So I'll, I'll try uh, to avoid interrupting because I understand now that it causes echo. But, okay, so the point we were uh, going to start at in Arnold Kennedy's uh, article here is they which say they are Jews but are not but I'm going to back up a little bit because I think we have a good introductory passage here. Uh, scrolling back up to about uh, halfway in the page where he says, important note. So I'm just, what I'm going to do, uh, because of the, your feedback problem, I'm just going to read this paragraph and then uh, ask you to comment. Here we go. This territorial term for Jews, quote-unquote, he does put it in quotation marks because he does realize there is a problem with this term, in Greek is in line with the United Nations and Race Relations Conventions where the history, historic dictionary definition of ethnic, which essentially means peoples who are other than Christians or Jews. <laughs> now, okay, interestingly, the... The word Gentile in older dictionaries said defines the word Gentile as anyone who is neither a Christian or a Jew. Are you aware that this is the original definition, popular definition of the word Gentile? Have you ever come across that? Absolutely. That's one reason I have a uh, dictionary that's from the 1700s. Ah, you get, okay. to, you get to some of these things when you start researching it. And unfortunately, you have to buy uh, old literature, at least when I was coming up. Uh, now there's an Internet. And many things you can access easily on, online. Yes. Yeah. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time <laughs> religion. We are teaching the old time religion. Modern Judeo-Christianity is teaching apostasy. We are repairing the breach. Yeah, right. There you go. Boy, that breach is big, but we got to prevent the flood. <laughs> we got to prevent the dam from breaking. <laughs> Actually, it has broken already, so we got our work cut out for us. Okay, all right. So, but this we'll is win. good. Yeah, we will. Oh, we win. There's no doubt. Okay. So he continues. So this is the definition of ethnic, which essentially means peoples who are other than Christians or Jews. That's where he got this from, and that has been changed. The reinterpretation now is made to refer to any group's common or characteristic customs, culture, classification, traditions, with the word ethnicity. The word ethnicity has been redefined by the United Nations. So any, you know, so any subcategory, let's say Chicago, Illinois, which is full of mongrels, <laughs> <right>? blacks, <laughs> Latinos, Jew, oh man. Jews, Jews, 
and more Jews in the city of Chicago. Hillary Clinton. Rodham is her uh, yeah. given name. Right? The, the, that's a Jewish family, folks, whether you realize right. that or not. Okay. So anyway, so ethnicity. Well, now we have people saying, oh, my ethnicity is uh, male to female transgender. <laughs> right? This is a insanity. So do you think that they're trying to confuse us? Brother Rick? Uh, oh, they're definitely trying to confuse us. Uh, they, that's one reason even Cain did the exact same thing. You end up with names and the family of the Cainite line and versus uh, the Adamic line. And uh, they're, they're, they deliberately use these terms as confusion. That's right. But the Bible says God is not the author of confusion. Yahweh right. is not the author of confusion. But here we are, confusion everywhere, and we know who's the author of confusion really is. Today it's the perfidious Jew, still tis our ancient foe. So he continues, in this context, multiracial Jews can thus now be claimed to be an ethnic group. Okay? <laughs> that That is a, a fact. That's how people view. So, so the fact that they are multiracial today... But can the fact that the Jews are multiracial today, isn't that proof that they are not Judah? Uh, actually, I have an article uh, that uh, where they specifically claim that uh, their uh, ethnic group is only about a thousand years old. Mm. Well, that takes you right back to Kazaria. That's right. Oh, don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm not We're going to keep the... that can of worms closed. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, I meant don't go to Kazara. Stay where you're at. <laughs> you see? Double entendre. Okay? The Jews are experts at double entendre, and then you're supposed to sit there and figure out what they really mean. Okay? These are the mind games they play with us. So he says, and I'm going to repeat this because it's important. In this context, multiracial Jews can thus now be claimed to be an ethnic group. Quote, unquote, anti-Semitic now is made to refer to anything against the new concept of having this Jewish ethnic group. Okay, so they redefined these terms so that the modern Jew can say, well, anybody who doesn't like us is an anti-Semite. Okay, now we have another new word, another new concept term thrown in, namely Semite. So how many how many times have we come how many words have we come across here Jew, Christian, ethnic, anti-Semite or Semite, Jewish, all these terms have been how should I put this uh, vaguely defined. Your comment. Uh, one of the problems with uh, anti-Semite, for example, most most Americans have no idea that. Semitic is related to Shem, right? The lineage of Shem. And so uh, you have to sort of explain that on that level first. Uh, and But just keep in mind, uh, Esau was also of the lineage of Shem, along that's, with uh, That's right. And uh, so if we claim to be Israelites, uh, then we are actually Semitic. There, there's no way we would be anti-Semitic, right. case closed. 
uh, we're just trying to break down the details uh, of who is and who isn't. Right. And it's rightly dividing the word of Yahweh. Rightly. So it's logical, folks. Uh, I've taken a lot of logic classes uh, in my time. And the most important thing you can learn from logic classes is that you have to have precise definitions of words. Otherwise, you go into logical fallacies. Okay? So, since the Jews now say, well, you can be a multiracial person and still claim to be of Judah, what's the logical fallacy there, Brother Rick? Uh, they're messed up. (laughs) 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 The, the, uh, the, uh, well, like I've mentioned to you earlier, the, I like to make sure people understand a distinction throughout the Bible. And so I take them to the, uh, the second King 16, um, six passage where they are the first place Jews and Jews are mentioned in the King James version. Uh, where they're at war with Israel. And and then I expand upon it from there uh, to make sure you keep these distinctions and learn these definitions because everything is not as it seems. And they're using it as a cloak, just like they use uh, misuse of names in their Bible of, of Yahweh versus um, uh, terms names for Baal and, and etc. They have deliberately confused platform on numerous uh, subject matter and including their own identity that's right that's right so would you say it'd be correct to say that a non-israelite group of people are pretending or impersonating to israel that's exactly what the Bible says. Them which say they are Jews and are not. And there you go. Brought to bring up the passage. Okay, we're about to get there because that's the next section in uh, Arnold Kennedy's article. So let's continue here. In Judea, there were many races, and these could all be called Jews, quote unquote, in the sense of being Judeans, having this territory and/or a religious belief in common. All right, let's take this apart because there's there's quite a generalization being made here by Arnold Kennedy, which he doesn't quite realize how big a generalization it is, okay? So it's correct to say that there were many races. But were there really many? Okay, I would say, well, there were Judahites and other Israelites who are one race. There were Edomites who are another race. There were some Arabs there may have been another few, go ahead. another term there, Arab. Uh, it, the A R A B is actually derived from the Hebrew E R E B, the Hebrew. For and well, it basically means a mixed race. Right. Yeah. Also so anything mean, that's an Arab is a right. Mongol. Right. Now that's interesting because the Arabs are descended from Ishmael. Okay. Correct. But I believe at this point in history, the Ishmaelites had not yet mongolized. Okay? I don't believe the Ishmaelites mongolized until the coming of Islam. 
when they started practicing slavery and importing black slaves into Mesopotamia and Europe and capturing white slaves from Europe and mongolizing them with blacks in, in Arabia, etc., etc. And so it also means to become dark. Arab in Hebrew means to become dark. So I don't think that the Ishmaelites actually were mongolized at this point in time. Okay. I've done other shows okay. about this. Okay. So so really, the Arabs would not be a different race at this point. They would actually be of the race of Adam. And there w- would have been some Egyptians, you know, because the, there were caravans going through Jerusalem from Egypt to China. Right? So there would have been some traders passing through town, you know, just like they passed through New York City, right? And Atlanta, Georgia, right? But I'd say there's really only three basic groups here that we actually need to consider. And that is true Judah, Israel, which are the same race, and Edomites, and maybe a few traders of who knows what race, okay? I think we're always going about three basic groups. So the, the last category is a mixture of anybody and anybody who happens to be passing through town. Okay, they are not citizens of Judea. They just happen to be passing through town. Okay, we have to understand the nature of this ethnic composition. So, I would say there's only two groups of people that we need to be concerned with, and that is the true Israelites and the Edomites who are pretending, who began pretending to be Israel or Judah. In the hundred years before Christ, your comment. Uh, I would I would tend to agree on this uh, section of scripture, especially since uh, uh, <clears throat> those are the two main elements that uh, this, uh, that the uh, the article is discussing. Number one, but uh, not only that, but uh, uh, the scripture talks about a uh, an element of a war mm. uh, from from a genetic base. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, the in, in the latter days, Esau was uh, given a quote-unquote blessing uh, where they would throw off the yoke of Israel and basically take the quote-unquote dominion. Right. We uh, So we're dealing with a warfare scenario, and the adversary has purchased the publishing houses where you're reading out of uh, lexicons and dictionaries and encyclopedias and so you have to uh, get back some of the old stuff right not just go with what are you uh, the most yeah. modern stuff are you are you're going to be misdirected and you're going to be believing what the enemy has told you right that's right modernism uh, modernism is another catchphrase we have to be careful of and um, Howard B Rand warned us that Christianity has become modernism. In other words, what people used to think to be Christianity, which was adherence to the Bible, and imperfect though it always has been, the problem is with modernism is, number one, they're introducing new concepts into Christianity, such as antinomianism, such as dispensationalism, uh, the rapture theory, and you name it, which were never taught for 1,900 years. All of a sudden, these doctrines are being taught in every single church in the planet, and it's not Christianity. Correct. And not only that, but keep in mind, uh, the adversary forces here that this article is talking about, especially the the Edomite, uh, they uh, had a mission, and that is the destruction of Israel. 
That's right. Now, and they, and by the way, they know who they are. That's, that's, that we, we're going to reference some of their statements where they admit it. That's yeah. the whole key. Right. Now, so we have to, if we can look past that and understand that their goal is the destruction of Israel, Amen. case closed, then you'll understand that why they have infiltrated, uh, the scriptural sources or organizations and corrupt every little element. Mm-hmm. They are of their father, the devil people. This is not a joke. It is not an exaggeration. And it is stated by your Messiah. Believe him. Amen. 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 Brother Rick. Okay, so let's continue here. He, he says, hence the phrase the Jews does not necessarily mean any common genetic origin, such as the physical descent from Abraham through Isaac. Or how about Judah? Jesus, in the book of John, chapter 8, was talking to the Judean leadership in the treasury, who historically were mainly of Edomite extraction, truth be told, folks. And hence, this majority were not Israelites in the racial and biblical meaning. Wow! Praise Yahweh for truth. Quote, Israelite, unquote, is a genetic racial tribal term through, throughout Scripture. How about in the New Testament, Brother Rick? Absolutely. Uh, these passages he's going to be referencing uh, exposes them. Uh, Messiah did everything he could. Uh, Paul did everything he could. Take a look through chapter uh, uh, of uh, the book of Acts, rather. Uh, what There's about, what? 40 or 50 different locations where he's yeah. warning you of these entities. Entity, yeah. <laughs> Demonic entities, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay. But these modernists who call themselves Christians, they don't believe in the Bible. They don't believe Jesus resurrected. They don't believe he is the son of God. They don't believe any of that stuff. They just go to church to meet and greet. <laughs> right? And play yeah, most golf. of it is... Uh... Uh, promoting what headquarters has sent down and oh, uh, shut up about the rest. That's right. It's exactly right because they are 501c3 corporations. They are not Israelite congregations. They are not that. They are corporations, folks. So let's continue. In this book, the word translated as the Jews and Judeans refers to the Judeans of any race in the territorial or religious sense not the racial sense. And this must be taken this way. It may not relate to Israel racially at all. The word Judahite is used in this book to refer to the house of Judah, which is racial. Okay, that's all excellent. I mean, it can't be stated any better, I don't think. How about you, Brother Rick? Uh some words I might not be allowed to use on the air. So. <laughs> <laughs> Restrain yourself. <laughs> right. Okay. But, yeah, the, he, does, he does get the, the fact that the word Judahite, which you never see in Scripture, why not? Let me put it this way. Asher... And when you're talking about all of the Asher, people of Asher are called Asherites. The people of Dan are called Danites. The people of Benjamin are called Benjaminites. 
and the people of, uh, I'm trying to think of the other tribes, uh, Zebulun, are called Zebulonites. Why aren't the of Judah, the people of Judah, called Judahites? Why are they called Jews? And when did this transliteration occur, in your opinion? You know, I'm not really sure, but uh, you can uh, trace it back to the, the Khazar situation. Uh, but I, you can definitely go further back than that because uh, you're dealing with the Edomite infusion from John Herakinus. And uh, they're, they took on the title, uh, started claiming it or was given it, one or the other. Uh, and by the way, John Herakinus did Israel a, a house of Judah that, he did them a absolute major sin. Uh-huh. This is uh, they're not supposed to be included, and yet uh, you find them uh, these these Edomites being identified as Jews or right uh, or various terms along those lines, and uh, beginning to masquerade. Yes, yes, yeah, and it goes all the way. It has to go back to 121 BC when John Hyrcanus started circumcising Edomites and making them ipso facto citizens of Judea. But does that make them Judahites? Absolutely not. Now, here's another one just came to mind. Uh, I believe it is in, what is it, Esther? Uh, uh, some of them uh, became Jews for fear of the Jews. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That's a, there's a conversion element if there ever was. Yeah. That's a joke, now, too. Yeah, but Esther was not a Jew. She was actually a Benjaminite woman. So was Mordecai. and she, But she was of the house of Judah. There you go. And not a Judean. Yeah, so here we see, perfect perfect example, because here we see that the term that actually means Judean in the non-racial sense is anachronistically applied to the book of Esther as if there were Judeans of mixed race in those yep. days, there were not. Right, that's correct. Okay, so this is the mind game, the word game that the Jews play with us to convince us that they are in fact Judah when they are no such thing. Okay, so that's very right. good. I think I think we're getting somewhere <laughs> today. About Arnold Kennedy still has not in this article overcome the confusion created by the word Jew in the Old Testament, as we'll find. So he quotes now, I'll just, these are very familiar to our people here. Revelation 2.9, I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. And Revelation 3.9, behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Now, first of all, I would say, and this has occurred to me right now, that when we're talking about the synagogue of Satan, it can't be Judah, can it? This cannot be referring to Yehudites. Right, right. Because we are God's chosen people, Yahweh's chosen people. So Yahweh's chosen people cannot be the synagogue of Satan. That's correct. All right. So that should stand out right away. But and you know, I, this, yeah, this term, yeah. he, he, uh, he, matter of fact, matter of fact uh, Revelation is a testimony from Yahshua through John. That's right. And so this is the another uh, passage where the Messiah has told you uh, they're of Satan. 
<laughs> yeah, people still will not believe. I mean, so if you take uh, John 8:44 and you take these two passages, now you've got three testimonies from the Messiah that these uh, masqueraders are of Satan. Amen. And remember, we 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 agree on this. We can take this satanic agenda all the way back to 3:15 of Genesis. It is genetic warfare, people. <laughs> That's right. Genetic warfare. Get it in your mind. And when you're reading the Bible, keep it in your mind That's as right. you read. And you'll find this message is revealed on every single page, <laughs> yeah, practically, yeah. of your Bible. Right. Well, as Sister Lily pointed out yesterday in one of our uh, chat rooms, the Bible is full of hate speech. Absolutely. <laughs> right? By Yahweh and David. I hate Absolutely. the liars. I hate the, those enemies of ours. I hate them with a perfect hatred. Perfect. Okay? But the Judeos teach, oh, it's all about love. We have to love one another. We have to love blacks and Latinos and Eskimos and dogs and cats and whoever claims to be semi-human. <laughs> right? And That's we're supposed right. to, yeah, but... I pointed out yesterday, because we quoted that verse, and there's excellent analysis done of missionary work. And the author of this article said, well, all of the millions that the Judeo-Christian missions have thrown at Africa and Asia is a complete waste of time. Not only have we not really converted any of these people, because they can't be converted to our religion, they're genetically unqualified to do so, but the money that has been sent to, to these missions is actually diverted to communists and pagans, voodoo worshippers, who after these missionaries leave and claim they have converted millions of Africans and they come back to America or Europe or wherever, they revert back to their pagan ways. Voodoo, do they not? Absolutely. And, and as a matter of fact, just keep in mind, this is a satanic agenda uh, in the mind of the church world to go and uh, mongrelize under the pretense of conversion. That's right. Their own white family. Uh, I, I'll give Ooh. you an example. I used to uh, I visit uh, a uh, Seventh-day Baptist church. OK, the pastor was of Dominican Republic. <laughs> and uh Oh, no. His uh, his father and mother-in-law, so his wife was there. Yeah, uh, they had gone down there under the pretense of uh, you know spreading the gospel to the little poor uh, Negroes. And uh, guess what? So she fell in love. Oh, and really? and married this abomination. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, now they have abominable children mm-hmm. and all these. Christians come along and pat them on the back as if they, they're yeah, so culturally aware. Right. Culturally backwards. <laughs> right? As what they really are. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're damn. Right, right. <laughs> so um, so here we see, in fact, uh, what you're saying, of course, is Genesis three fourteen and 15, where the enmity is declared between the two bloodlines, which, which verse is totally ignored by the Judeo churches. Absolutely as if it had never been written, okay? Which just shows they avoid... And in fact, in my sermon yesterday, I, I told the audience, there are so many verses that are 
utterly ignored by the modern churches that they might as well not be in the Bible, then my question is, why do these churches not teach the whole Bible? Why do they only teach select verses by which they can convert you to a false 501c3 false religion? Your comment. Uh my comment would be because they're of their father, the devil. Yeah, there you go. I mean, they, they are a part of the falling away as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it is the very reason why you are to come out from among them and be separate. Right. Uh, these are these are logical and easy yeah, it's to very identify easy. passages. Yeah. Uh, but most people love their social club, like yes. I stated. Yes, yeah. And uh, the interesting thing, however is RFK Jr. in his analysis of what's happening with vaccination has come out and stated, number one, that the vaccine has been, what's the word, tailored, uh, doctored, (laughs) adjusted, so that Jews don't get the disease. They're probably given either a placebo or some other vaccine that might make them a little bit sick but won't alter their DNA, right? Because it doesn't need to be altered because it's already mongrelized, right? And then he said that, right? And then he said, it's also targeting white people. He actually said yes. that. Can you believe it? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I, I have a an article on my website there that uh, deals with uh, Jewish ritual murder. Oh. And uh, within that, I've included some of the very articles and videos that you're talking about where this vaccine is just – as far as I'm concerned, is a Jewish weapon. That's right. That uh, is being used to uh, help destroy more of Western civilization and the white race. That's the, that's the entire goal. And uh, it, 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 there's evidence there also of, as to who is behind the control mechanisms of this vaccine and, and et cetera. So there's a lot in, on, on there uh, and that's involved with this whole subject matter. And it's just another phase of yeah. the war. Yes. yes. And it, the war that started, Genesis 3.15. That's right. And it's still ongoing. And it won't conclude until the Judgment Day. You know, when, That's correct. And I quoted the passage where it says that Edom shall be as though he had not been. That's correct. We will win. The, will, the remnant right. yeah. of Israel will win. And that was a tough one for them to absorb because they've been taught that Jesus loves everybody, right? Yeah. That's what they believe. No. I didn't get there. I I, I ran out of time. But uh, I was going to Google the word, or not Google, but go into my eSword and look up the word destruction and see how many times the word destruction occurs in the Bible, both Old and New (laughs) Testament. And this is not pretty, folks. It's, well, it's, I, go ahead. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but uh, we're we're two of only a few that would probably be laughing about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I come not to send peace, but a sword. That's right. Okay. When he returns, his vesture will be dipped in blood. Right. <laughs> Dripping in blood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And it's going to be all these people saying, singing about the, the amazing event that's coming. And they're saying, yeah, okay, your head's probably going to be chopped off. Just shut right. up. You know? 
So my thoughts are, have you not read the Bible? How can you believe this? I didn't say slop. But how can you believe this false doctrine when it's not the whole truth? What what do they say in court? The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? And they don't have any of it. Not not. And one. they also say that uh, uh, the truth is called hatred. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, exactly. When they hate the truth. Yes, yes. All right, so let's continue here. At face value, the translation is saying that there are people who say that they are Jews who are not Jews. In fact, this is where he slips. He should have said that there are people who say they are Judahites. He just mentioned the word in the previous paragraph. But then he slips by equating the two and are not Jews in fact. Well, no, it really, who say they are Judah, but are not Judah in fact. They are Jews because they are Edomite Jews. He recognizes that there are Edomite Jews of mixed race, but he has not progressed to the point where you you have to make a distinction between a Judahite and an Edomite, and this word Jew conflates the two. Stolen identity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that simple, how easy it is to do by simply redefining words. That's the trick. How simple can it be? We continue. The common acceptance of the word Jew says every Jew, regardless of race, is a good Jew. <laughs> and that everyone, everyone and there's, a, is there so, there's no such thing, right? No. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, because their genetic makeup forbids that. Can't happen. Unless right. maybe, and now it's interesting, in the Israeli state, they will accept converts to Judaism. Okay. And some of these converts may be white, but if you if you're a white person or an Israelite, a real Israelite or a real Judahite, and you convert to Judaism, what have you become? Uh, let's just say adversarial. That's right, a traitor, a traitor <laughs> to right. That all that, all of the above, right? <laughs> He, and then he says, Jesus is contradicting this. Yeah, he says that you have to be a racial... But see, here's the confusion. You have to be a racial Jew. No, you have to be a racial Judahite. And if you're a racial Judahite, converting to Judaism is a sin, <laughs> right? Okay? And yes, Jesus is contradicting this. Let us go a little further and see some other things that Jesus says about the quote-unquote Jews, okay? So uh, here's the distinction that he is trying to make. Namely, that the word Jew, as used in the New Testament, sometimes can refer to quote-unquote good Jews, who we know to be Judahites, but that this expression, the Jews, in quotes, always references evil people, right? That is... That, that that's the distinction he has in his mind. For us, no. The distinction is between Judahites and Edomite Jews, the Mongolized Jews. He already accepts the fact that if you're a Mongol, you can't be a Judahite. He accepts that fact. But he still uses the word Jew as if it means both. That's absurd. Okay, so let's let's go through John chapter 8, which you just brought up. Verse 21 Ye shall seek me, but shall die in your sins. Hmm. Once saved, always saved. 
everybody will be saved. All Does this, this make a link to uh, the unpardonable sin? Right. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is race mixing, amalgamation. There you go. Not yeah. many know that. That's right. And es- but Esau sought uh, repentance carefully, but found no place for yeah. repentance. The abominable <laughs> sin, right? The abominable sin, which pr- which produces non-salvageable offspring. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. It's the very one of the reasons uh, that uh, Esau was hated. He had That's no right. respect of his birthright. Yeah. Well, Isaac and Rebecca kicked him out. They said, "Oh, Rebecca said, oh, Jacob, if you mix with the people that Esau is mixing with, I, I would I prefer not to have even lived." Whoa. Isn't that a racist <laughs> statement? Reminds me of my mother. <laughs> right? My mother taught me well. Okay, so he continues. This thought might upset some Christians who generalize everything and teach that everyone who seeks will find in the way they do. The ye is to the particular people being addressed. Jesus says of these Jews that they shall die in their sins. So it does not include everyone in Judea. The Jew by race and the Jew by religious tradition may not be the same thing. Okay? But here again, he should have. If he would st- simply stick to the word Judahite by race, I would simply rephrase it this way: the Judahite by race and the Edomite Jew by religious tradition are not the same thing. Plain and simple. That's how I would put it. He continues: We will again see that amongst the Judeans there was a racial mix. And that those of the Judahites could believe, whereas some of the non-Israelite proselytes to Judaism could not believe. And he, he, he references verse 31. Your comment at this point. Uh, I, I like to turn people to Romans 9 because uh, it seems to me to be the most uh, uh, let's say, uh, racially minded chapter in the Bible, if not racist chapter in the Bible. Okay. And uh, he, he lists it, goes through a whole list of exclusions. Uh, he excludes more people from access to adopt, the adoption than in any other passage I know of in the Bible. Right. And so that would include any of this type of thing that we're talking about on Jews and such, but it also includes a load of other billions. It includes billions, billions of people. Yeah. Well, one of, one of the passages I quoted was the prophecy about Rebecca, which states that her her uh, assistants, her entourage, before they were sent, she was sent away to meet Isaac. They told her, "Be thou mother of thousands of millions." <laughs> that means billions. Where are the billions of Jews? If Abraham was a Jew, and Isaac well, where's was a Where's their multitude Jew? of nations? Yeah, where, where, yeah, where is it? It's non-existent, obviously. Well, where's the throne of David? There, exactly. <laughs> Once you start particularizing with proper definitions and exactitude, the Jewish claim to being Israel falls apart very quickly and easily. Okay? But our people don't read their Bibles. All they listen to is... Flaky sermons 
I call them pulpit bastards, who have totally changed the meaning of the words of the Bible thanks to their Jewish teaching, their, their rabbinical translations through the Masoretic text, right? So, verse 21, Whither I go, ye cannot come. Jesus, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, you, you had a comment there? Uh, no, I just it, it sounds like a shut it, door it, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but it shows, well, at least the spiritual difference between, and there is a spiritual difference between a Judahite and a Jew, right? There has to be, because there is physical difference between the two. And uh, whatever is wrought in, on earth is wrought in heaven, okay? You, you cannot mix the two. Jesus is saying that it is impossible for this portion of the Jews to go where he was going, right? So here, again, he conflates the Jews with Judah. He doesn't get the fact that you must constantly differentiate in your language that there is a difference between these two groups. And when you use the word Judah, apply to Judah and the Edomites, at the same time, you are creating confusion. So he cannot get over this confusion because he basically is using Jewish terminology instead of biblical terminology. Okay? Verse 23. Ye are from beneath. That should be obvious, right? <laughs> this is in contradistinction to from above in the same verse, or the term Christians usually but incorrectly referred to as born again. The Greek word reads begotten from above. Ye are of your father the devil. He's contrasting these Pharisees against Judah. That's what he's doing. Yahshua is, that's what Yahshua is doing here. Ye are not of God. These are clear statements about who they are as not being begotten from above. Verse 19, ye neither know me nor my father. If ye had known me, you should have known my father also. How many times does he tell the Pharisees that they don't know Yahweh? That's right. They can't know him because their genetics makes it impossible for them to know him. Okay? And this is this is where Arnold Kennedy goes, goes wrong. When he uses the word Jew to apply to both Judahites and Edomites, you have created a sense of confusion. So, And this is typically what the modern dispensationalists argue, namely, that, oh, well, these disputes in the New Testament between these Judeans, it's good Jews versus bad Jews, or we would say good Judahites versus bad Judahites. No. The dispute is between Judahites and Edomites, period. Your comment. Oh, that's exactly part of the warfare because you, that's where the uh, the cloak is taken off. Mm-hmm. And uh, they uh, don't – but uh, we, we just drive this home that this is a result of a uh, so-called blessing that Isaac gave to Esau. And it's still manifesting in our day. Right. But it also states the conclusion of this, and that is every Edomite will be destroyed. That's right. Take faith and and hold confidence in that, brothers and sisters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Believe Yahweh. (laughs) Believe Yahshua. This has been prophesied, and the word never fails. 
The word never fails. Actually, I started out my presentation yesterday by saying, by quoting uh, Thomas Paine, who said, the problem I have with priestcraft, which was, there was a lot of priestcraft in Christianity already in those days, Baptist priestcraft, Anglican priestcraft, uh, the, the various denominations that already existed, which don't agree with each other still, that these prophecies regarding the Jews, that they would be a multitude of people and a company of nations, etc., etc., has not been fulfilled. If, the, if these prophecies have never been fulfilled, I can't believe the Bible. What say you, Samuel Adams, John Adams, etc.? There's a problem here. I can't believe the Bible if these prophecies have never been fulfilled. I would say Thomas Paine had a point, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's one of the problems. Uh, uh, the, the process by which of, uh, one is to understand prophecy, so the, the school of eschatology one might be part of, uh, it matters. Prophecy and its interpretation matters. Uh, matter of fact, Scripture says that uh, the testimony of Yahshua is the spirit of prophecy. That's right. So, uh, this, this matters. Understanding prophecy uh, correctly seriously matters. It, it will put you on the wrong path to destruction if you're wrong on prophecy. If you're wrong on prophecy, you very well may be following a different side. Oh. Oh, very good. <laughs> very good. You have to know the prophecy and its fulfillment, which the, the Judeo congregations can't possibly do because they still equate no. Jews with Judah. There's no possibility. And that's why the Judeo-Christian commentators on the book of Revelation are still anticipating a Jewish Messiah. Would you believe? Well, you know, that's uh, a message that the the Jew loves to spread. That's right. Uh, many of them don't know it that they claim uh, many branches of Judaism uh, claims that they are the Messiah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. You mean the Messiah has already come <laughs> and it's the Jews? Yeah. Oh man, we're in trouble. We're in big trouble if that's true. Okay. <laughs> Especially when the Christians start saying, well, let's let them have their way because they are yeah. the Messiah. <laughs> yeah, l l let them go to Texas and find a red heifer <laughs> right? and, yeah. and slaughter it and, and see and see if a, if a Jewish Messiah appears after they do that. Uh, don't hold your breath, folks. <laughs> All right. Okay, so this is the passage that I quoted for them regarding this matter. And so I'm going to switch to John 7, 32 to 35. The Pharisees heard that the people murmured such things concerning him, that he was actually, maybe he, this guy is the Messiah. Oh, no, the, the Pharisees can't have that. And the Pharisees and the chief priests sent officers to take him. Verse 33, then said Yahshua unto them, yet a little while am I with you, and then I go unto him that sent me. Now remember, he was speaking to a mixed multitude of Judahites, 
Judeans, and there are probably not were too not too many people other than Edomites and Judahites in the audience, but certainly the Pharisees were Edomites. There might have been two or three Pharisees in history of this era that were, in fact, Judahites. Okay, but even there, that's questionable. Anyway, he says, "Yet a little while I am with you." And then I go to him that sent me. Continuing, verse 34. Ye, and he's speaking to a mixed audience of Judahites and Edomites. Ye shall seek me and shall not find me. And where I am, thither ye cannot come. All right. Now, most Christians will take this as a spiritual declaration that these quote-unquote Jews who they think are of Judah, will not go to heaven. Right? That's And actually, he does mean that. But he they don't understand that these Edomites can never get to heaven. Right? And then, here's what the Pharisees think he meant. Then said the, quote-unquote, Jews, which means the Pharisees. Okay? It's the Pharisees that got together among themselves and said... Whither will he go that we shall not find him? They weren't thinking about heaven. It's not, it's not possible for them to go to heaven. <laughs> so that, that thought never crosses their minds. Here's what they said. Will he go unto the dispersed? Mm-hmm. Who are the dispersed? Brother Rick. Well, these are going to be your uh, house of Israel descendants, I believe. Yes. And uh, the majority of which were in uh, Europe. Yeah, or uh, Mesopotamia still, right? The Greco-Roman world, the Greco-Roman world. James 1.1 starts by saying to the 12 tribes of Israel scattered abroad, greetings. That's right. It doesn't say to all you Jews, (laughs) right? The 12, so... James knew the 12 tribes, all of them, still existed. The Pharisees knew that too, right? Because they say, will he go unto the dispersed among the Gentiles, false translation, and teach the Gentiles, false translation? It should say, will he go unto the dispersed Israelites among the nations and teach the nations? What manner of saying is this that he said, Ye shall seek me and cannot find me? And where I am, thither ye cannot come. They thought he was talking about, well, going to some other country. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, it just proves your point, Brother Rick, that they cannot think the way do we do because they do not have the genetic capacity to think the way we do. Correct? That's correct. Uh, they cannot receive the word. They cannot hear the word, as a matter of fact. Uh, so I often relate that uh, when they cannot hear, it's really because they cannot receive it. In other words, they can't accept the fact uh, of the message, which is racially exclusive, because it excludes them. Right, right. <laughs> they can't accept that. They can't hear that. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, isn't it the, the whole um, story of liberalism? You know, gay activists, uh, you know, uh, 
Muslims, the whole the whole ball of wax. You know, they want to be included among us. Everybody wants to be an Israelite, <laughs> right? <laughs> you cannot reject me. I demand that you accept me. Sorry, <laughs> I won't accept you. Go to hell. That's right. Political correctness is not part of the uh, message yes. of the Bible. That's right. So, so uh, I'm wondering, you know, what happens to those red heifers once they get to Israel? Will they, will they be turned into kosher beef? <laughs> right? They have to be slaughtered. And you know that wailing wall that these rabbis beat their heads against is not even... another e- scene in the show. Yeah, right. Well, you know, and you have all these rabbis bobbing their heads against the wailing wall and making a big show of their prayers, which Yahshua said, do not make a show of your prayer. Go into your closet and pray. Be humble, right? Yep. It's another verse that you ignore. And that all the bobbing, head bobbing they can do. You know, we should have a, <laughs> we should have one of those bobblehead dolls <laughs> and put, put a rabbi uh, head on that and you know, have him wailing against that wall, which was not built by David or Solomon. That's actually a wall of the Roman garrison, which I yes. think was part of, and I think that was actually commissioned by Herod. That's correct. Okay. That's right. So they're ba- yeah, they were banging their heads against the wall of Herod, which proves that that they're and Herod was an out and out pagan, pretending to be a Judahite. He he put up statues of all the Roman gods everywhere, everywhere, but the Judahites couldn't complain because they would be killed if they complained. And okay. one of the Herods also burned the uh, genetic genetic records. That's right. Yes, yes, because the Judahite people were complaining, hey, he's not our leader. He's not even a Judahite. He's an Edomite. Josephus records that in his writings, okay? So the message we're delivering to the world is the correct one, but the delusion, (laughs) the great delusion referred to by Paul in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 is very instructive in that it gives us two messages. One, that those who do not have a love for the truth will be subject to this great delusion. And he says, just before the second coming, Yahshua shall not come except a falling away comes first. What do you think this falling away is? Ooh. You uh, let's say it's multifaceted. Yes. You just let's utterly agree, but uh, go ahead. You're okay. Free. Well, it's Christianity as far as I'm, and uh, oh well, yeah, that too. What, what, much, much of what gets called Christianity is basically a product of the Edomite Jew from that's right uh, around the time of about uh, let's say uh, 95 or or so yeah. AD. Right. Uh, long before there was a Roman Catholic Church. Right. And this right. is basically festered into <laughs> festered a state religion a of Christianity. Amen. And, and state gave religion. Birth to daughters. And, uh, you know, oh. so the Jew, the Edomite Jew, has uh, easily mixed in with their daughter religion. Right. Right. Uh, well, because, uh, you know, the, the faith of Scripture is Yahweh. Yes. Uh, the, Yahweh if, is. If you don't worship yes. Yahweh, you, you yeah. got something wrong. 
you got and a problem. You can see time and time and time again where they have deliberately tried to uh, misdirect people, especially Israel. And that is the context of Second Thessalonians chapter right. two. Right. It is what? a curse right. from Yahweh. Right. A strong delusion on Israelites right. because they reject the truth and they have pleasure in unrighteousness. That's right. They want to break right. his laws. They don't want to listen to his message. Your tongues right. shall speak my words for all thy commandments and righteousness. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness. Thy law is the truth. I've been chomping at the bit waiting for you to finish. <laughs> right? You said, <laughs> you, you said the magic word. State religion. Which totally That's applies correct. to our situation today. 501c3 corporate churches are not Christianity. They're not true Christian. They're not the faith of Israel at all. They are Judeo. And you can drop the word Christian from that. They are practicing Judaism, whether they realize it or not. It is a deception from Yahweh. That's right. Yeah. I will send you strong delusion. Why? Because you have no love of the truth. And what's the what's the intent from Yahweh? I mean, if you want an enemy, you got <laughs> Oh yeah, right, you got one. Yeah, right, yeah. So and you it's, better it's the intent Go ahead. is to damn them. That's right. Because they have not a love for the truth. I mean That's look right. at Esau. Look at Esau. That's right. He had no love of the truth. That's why he, he was found condemned. No way to repentance. Right. No, you can't find it. No, no possibility, because you have. That's why you have to come out <laughs> yeah, of Judeo Christianity, right? Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, and, and, you know, and I tell people, you know, we're not just talking about oh, we're going to repent of a few little crimes of our sins, and and we're going to start using the right name. We're going to start going to this meeting on the right day. You know, no, you need to be converted. Yeah, right. Yeah, brother Abair says if I read him correctly, don't be an Edom idiot. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, Swamp Fox says, Christian identity is not a religion, it's reality. Okay? Yeah. And religion is the opiate of the Christian masses. I agree yeah. with you. When, you know, if you, if you are a modern Christian, you are an Edomitiate. Because you believe Edomite versions of Scripture and have not studied to show thyself approved. Well, you know, you see these zombie movies, or you, or you see the, all these people on uh, these more modern drugs now, and they're standing <laughs> around or walking around like they're a zombie. Yep. Well, this is exactly how I perceive practically everyone that is involved with a Christian church. Modern to Christian church, yeah, yeah. And not that the Christian world, I think the only point in history where the quote-unquote Christians, and they were first called Christians in, uh, what was it, uh, what town was it, I forget. Uh, anyway, maybe somebody in the chat room will remind us. And uh, there's a town in Illinois named after that, that town. Anyway, not Altamont, <laughs> that's a raceway. Anyway, so the term Christian can only have been applied to the original Judahite and dispersed Israelite people, Antioch, thank you, Brother Aber, Antioch, Illinois. And 
it may have been only a short time historically before that term was already bastardized and non-Israelites were being welcomed into the fold. But not by Paul, not by the apostles. It was by the Catholic Church, which is a universal church. Universalism. Right. It's universalism. The false gospel. That's right. The false gospel. Absolutely 100%. All called it another gospel. Yes, Paul another said that they have another spirit. It's yes. the spirit of any Messiah. Yeah. And they, he also said that they have another Messiah. That's right. That's Second uh, Corinthians chapter 11, verse 4. Now keep in mind, that's one reason I tell people, you don't just need to repent of a few sins. <laughs> you need to be converted. That's right. Because you have a different Messiah than what I do. That's right. They have a Jewish Messiah. <laughs> There you go. Not a Judahite Messiah, okay? Not the... Now, I brought up yesterday Matthew 15, 24, where it clearly says that, that the Canaanite woman came to him and asked him to heal her daughter. And, of course, he ignored her. He looked the other way. But she kept on persisting, jabbing him. Hey, please, please, please heal my daughter, son of David. The Jewish people in the world today do not recognize him as a son of David, do they? But she had faith. She had faith. Somehow. Somehow. Regardless of what it is. Well, the, the way knew I, who he was. Right. The, the way I explain it is that the Edomites were still marauders, and they would go to town after town and maraud it and take slaves, right, and impress people, That's make right. wives out of people who were not necessarily Edomites, but uh, residents of what used to be called Canaan land, right? And she may she may even have been a an Arab, <laughs> right? A non-Israelite. She was definitely a non-Israelite. Otherwise, looks like to me. Yeah, otherwise she would have been recognized by him. He would have known whether she was an Israelite or not, and he, she obviously was not recognized by him as an Israelite, okay? I don't well, I don't think he would have called her a dog. Right, if, right. Uh, she was an yeah. Israelite. And so and then he said to her, "I cannot give you the children's bread." What does that mean, brother Rick? Uh, well, it's an exclusive message. That's right. <laughs> and yeah. uh to, uh, for just keep in mind for all of these churches to be uh, going in uh, missionary activity in uh, whether it's Dominican Republic or Africa, right? Uh, th- uh, they are uh, uh, proving, as far as I'm concerned, they right. are their father, the devil. And, right. Uh, this, this, they're not spreading the message of the true Messiah. That's right. But they're false one. Yes. And uh, again, it's a different religion. Yes, totally. Now here, uh, Brother Aber puts in the chat room, like a modern definition of what a Christian is, it means a follower of Christ, but it can't be any follower of Christ. What, what are the prerequisites? Number one, you have to be an Israelite, right? You have to be an Israelite to be a, a, a true believer in the true faith. Right. Now, can you be a half-hearted believing Israelite? Or do you have, as you're just describing, you have to take the, the, the full dive. 
You have to dive into the entire pool. You you can't have your toes sticking out. And do, what do you call it? Uh, that uh, Olympic sport now, where you <laughs> where where you swim underwater and bob up and down, right? What's the, what do they call that? Uh, uh, well, it, it, this relates. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is decades ago, but uh, in the Baptist church, so I was in my late teens. Uh, and uh, the the pastor there had a favorite uh, sermon that uh, they he did every year. Seemed like called the unbaptized arm. Okay. <laughs> so it relates. <laughs> There's parts of people people were trying to justify uh, not being totally uh, converted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, this right. is a lifestyle. Now you got well you b- have baptismal. To put on Messiah. What does baptismal mean? Immersion. You have to fully immerse yourself in the true gospel, right? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Swamp Fox well, says, yeah. how is it she uh, knew who he was? perfect as your father, which is in heaven. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah. You can't have any exclusions. Right. Well, that, that's good. That, Swamp Fox, that is an excellent question. How is it that she knew who Jesus was? Was her statement, son of David... 100% sincere. Remember, she was begging for her daughter to be healed. Okay? Even a Jew will take up a begging posture, right? And and want something from you. And then after you give it to that Jew, it will turn against you, right? That's correct. A backbiter, okay. a backstabber, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And by the so, way, this, this relates to the... Uh, uh, wicked husbandman parable. Uh-huh. I believe Yahshua is sitting there prophesying, right? Uh, that uh, you know, here's the here's the heir. Let us kill him, right? And seize the inheritance. Yes, they right. knew who he was. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. And they knew that if they allowed him to live, he would overthrow the relationship they had between the Romans and themselves. Right? They were the middlemen. Yes between the Romans and the Judahite people and everybody else and the Judeans, okay? Judahites and Judeans, Judeans always means a mixed bag of people, all right? So Lily says, she may have seen him healing lepers, etc., and others referring to him as the son of David. So that's how she knew, yeah, she by osmosis. <laughs> and because she wanted her daughter to be healed so badly, she referred to him as son of David, which was a true statement. But have the modern Jews or any Pharisees ever admitted or accepted him as son of David? Okay. Did you, did you hear my question? Uh, about four times. So it's oh. Again. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. So, right. Would you ask it again? Yeah. Has, has any modern Jew accepted, or any Jew, as we understand Jew, accepted? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Again, at that Baptist church, I can remember there was a great fanfare about a uh, local Jewish girl who had joined the church. Okay. And, I mean, even the pastor had said something, but, but uh, what are we talking about? We're not talking about joining the true faith. We're talking right. about joining a false church system. And so can an a, a Edomite join the true faith? No, obviously, these passages are telling you, no, they can't yeah. hear the true faith. They can't accept the true faith. Right. They're not sheep. All right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, Yahshua also stated, "My ye are not my sheep. My sheep hear my voice and follow me. Obviously, he's talking about Israelites here. But the problem we have with most Israelites is they they're hearing the wrong message. They still follow Jesus, but they believe in this Jewish Jesus. Well, they, they have a different gospel. Yes. Which one is universalism. That's and right. And the other is exclusive. Amen. And so any type of uh, allowance of non-Israelite is automatically, by default, going to be of that other gospel, that false right. gospel. By default, yes. Absolutely. I think we're getting somewhere here. <laughs> right? In explaining the difference between the true gospel and the modern false gospel. And, as we said, it became modern when the Catholic Church started practicing universalism. It has always been a universalistic church. They actually, the, the popes actually claim that they are Israel. The Catholic Church is Israel. That's not possible. They accept non-Israelites in their churches from the beginning. It's universalism, not Christianity or true Christianity. Uh, the religion was set up for the purpose of the state religion. That's right. In other words, they want, they have to have. That's right. The doors of the faith to control the masses for every people that they have under their political control. That's right. That they cannot have an exclusive, racially pure message. Case closed. Otherwise, they'd have to turn all the uh, Latinos away, the blacks away, the Eskimos away. No, they want a total dominion of this planet. They still do, even though the Jews control them lock, stock, and barrel. And they, you know, they kowtow to every Jewish demand. But nevertheless, the, the hope of the papacy is to control as much of the world through their lies as possible. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So we have two antichrists, don't we? Didn't? Didn't John say there are many, many antichrists? And they've been here an awful long time. That's it, an awful long time. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's those with the spirit uh-huh. of anti-Messiah. There you go. And you're going to find every pope had the spirit of anti-Messiah. And you're going to find every Edomite with the spirit of anti-Messiah. You're going to find every black with the spirit of anti-Messiah. Yes. And you're going to find a majority of those that call themselves Christians as yeah. the spirit of anti-Messiah. Followers of that false tradition. That, that right. brings up another passage. Yes. And that yes. is the Messiah himself said his way was a narrow way and few find it. Right. You're not going to that, – that will never mean three billion strong largest religion in the world called Christianity. That's right. You're looking for something that is hard to find. Yes. And not many follow. Yes. Broad is the path that leaded to destruction. Oh, there's that word destruction. Is that in the Bible? That's not love. Destruction is not love. (laughs) All right. Narrow is the path that leadeth to, what's the word? Salvation? Heaven? I forget what the word is there. Uh, But... The, the, the path to the kingdom, I think is, that's actually the word, the kingdom. Narrow 
And in the Apocalypse of Baruch, we're getting close to the end here, it says that path is so narrow and it's like a, a, a an archway rock across a fiery pit <laughs> that if you fall off that <laughs> narrow passageway, you're going to go to hell, right? That's the imagery, obviously, right? <laughs> Well, and, I felt the flames mess it up. Oh, man, yeah, and, and it's hot It's hot down there, right? It's very hot down there. And he says the only way anybody can get across is single file. That's great. Okay. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, isn't it? But, but uh, all, by the leading of the Spirit, it's possible. It, by it's possible, right. As you said, you have to be converted... Not just, what's the alternative? Not just believe, and not just believe one truth or the other, one passage or the other. You have to understand and accept full turkey. <laughs> right? You have to, oh yeah, that's a perfect expression. Cold turkey. You have to uh, get, get rid of your addiction to Judeo-Christianity, cold turkey. We'll leave everybody with that thought. Brother Rick, thank you for a wonderful discussion this morning. Everybody, here's the music. Take care, everybody. Yahweh bless you and lead you down the true path of true Israelite religion or faith. Take care, everybody. Thank you, Brother Rick. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you. Okay, I have to disconnect.